Is it fried chicken? <laughs> Dude, you stole this from my house. Dude, this is mine. This is from when I was in high school. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Did you actually steal this from my house? Oh. oh okay. Gotcha. That's amazing. Wow. Thank you. This is honestly my favorite rock in the entire world. I won't lie. So thank you for bringing it back to me. No, I forgot. Um, that's why my, my front porch doesn't look complete. It, I need my rock now. It's uh, from The Office. Uh, it's one of my favorite shows ever. So, um, Anyway, how are you guys doing today? Okay, that was so sad. That was the worst. Okay. I'm just curious. I just like want to know if you want to be here or not, okay? Um, anywho, I'm, I'm glad you guys are here. Um, if you have not been here in the last few weeks, we've been in this series called Habits. Um, and it's been really fun, actually, because we've been able to go through different ways to connect to God, right? When we know that when we connect to God, we actually know him more. And so we've gone through some different things that we can actually start doing, make habits in our life, take out parts of our day to actually start plugging in, connecting to God. Because when we do that, we know him better. So first week was just, that's the bottom line. You need to connect to God to know him more. That's it. And then that, the week after that, we went through, when we listen to God, through the word of God, we actually know him more. Not that you need to understand every part of the Bible and, and know exactly what that, that verse or scripture is saying, but when you are actually putting an effort, trying to hear what God is teaching you in your life, you know him more. And last week, we talked about when we, when we talk to God, when we pray, when we are engaging in a conversation with him, we know him more. All of these different avenues give us a way to know our God more so that when we go out into our life, we get to actually do something about it, right? And that's where we're going to go tonight. We're going to get into some more actions of what we get to do when we say we follow Christ and we're believers of Christ, we get to do something now. But before we get into that, I want to ask you guys a question. Is there a family member or a friend, someone that you love so much, life is not complete without them, the only thing is, is they're not in this room. They don't live in this state. Who is that person? Probably, we all probably have somebody that's at, in another state. It's your, it's your cousin or you used to live there and they were your lifelong friend, right? I have a friend like that in Oklahoma. He's literally one of my favorite humans on this earth. He's amazing. I've, I've spent, when I was in college, I spent three years four or five nights a week, working with him for six hours. So me and this dude got to hang out all the time. And my job was so easy. I was an intramural director. I basically made sure games were played, officials showed up, and teams played fair. That's what me and this dude did for three years for 30 hours a week. So me and this guy, we got really close. We got really connected to each other. 
And then after graduation, he moved to Tulsa and I moved back to Colorado. And so it wasn't the same. We didn't see each other often. I haven't seen him in two and a half years. But I was talking to him this last week and just reminding myself, man, this guy was important to me. He's important to me now. I miss him. I love him. I care for him. He's doing great things. And same with me. He's, he's doing the same things, cheering me on when I'm here. That relationship never actually left. It just looked a little different than it used to. That's what happens when you make it a habit of connecting to somebody. No matter where they are, you actually still care about them. But so often we forget that when we don't do that with God, we feel disconnected alone by ourselves. And we forget to actually talk to him or talk about him. That's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to talk about God to other people. That's a habit we should be doing as followers of Christ. I don't know if you guys were at service in, in the main service this morning, but Pastor Sean literally talked about doing something about it. Why we are here, what we were created for, is to tell people about Jesus and the gospel. When Jesus went up to heaven and he's hugging God and they're like, oh, welcome back, Jesus, and here's your seat at the throne. And God's like, hey, man, what's the plan? How, how are people going to know who I am? Jesus' plan was my friends are going to start telling them. They're going to talk about us so much so that everybody in the world will know who you are. That's our goal. That's our purpose as followers of Christ is to be here on earth and tell people about who our God is. That's one way we know who our God is because we talk about who our God is. There was a guy, and you probably know this, um, but Peter, right? Peter's one of Jesus' greatest friends, right? The guy that followed him around. And Peter is a, is, is a funny character because um, he is just, just so quick to, to say and do things. He often kind of like messes up. He doesn't think about what he's doing when he's following Jesus around. He doesn't think about what is actually important in that moment. But after Jesus left, when the Holy Spirit came down through the earth and started to live inside of these followers of Christ, something changed in Peter. He started to figure out that there are parts of what he says and does that matter so much. So much so that he had to do something about it. And as he's telling all these different people and he's writing letters and changing the world and being a follower of Christ, disciple of Christ, something changed because something new mattered. There wasn't Jesus here, and so you needed the Holy Spirit and him living inside of you to happen. So Peter says this to us in, in 1 Peter. There's a, one of the letters that he's writing. He's saying this. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope you have. It's a lot of kind of like a circular question or a circular answer there, verse. 
always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you for the reason that you have hope. And I know that this verse is hard to realize that what he's saying is you need to talk about it. If you're a follower of Christ, you need to talk about it. You need to share that with people. It has to happen. And for us, when we think of that moment, sharing something about the gospel kind of scares us. I know there's times in your life, there's a million in mine where I know I should have said something, but I didn't. Because I, I got scared, right? There's a lot of different things that I'm thinking when I could be saying something about God to friends or family or a stranger. I'm thinking, what if, I don't know what I'm talking about. Why would you ask me? What if I don't know what to say? What if I don't know enough about it so I don't really think I have an opinion? Or I don't want to, like, offend somebody because I'm believing in this Jesus guy. I don't... A lot of these different questions go through our brain every single day when we think about who our God is and why we don't share. Because you don't have an answer. You don't know what you believe. You don't want to say anything rude. But Peter here is telling us in this verse that we should be prepared for those times when people ask you, what are you so hopeful for? We should be able to say something. And what Peter says in this, in this later in this verse, we're getting it into it, but these conversations changed Peter. Because before Jesus, when he was around and walking with Peter, Peter would just say everything and it got him in trouble. So much so, Jesus literally called him Satan one time. Get behind me, Satan. You're not thinking straight. But after Jesus left and the Holy Spirit lived inside Peter, something changed where it mattered about what he said and when he was saying it. We have those opportunities too. But how do we do it? When people ask you what you believe about God, how do we do that? Just like everything else in our lives, sports, school, friendships, everything that we want to be good at, we have to practice. There was a book about, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago that came out, and it was called 10,000 Hours or something like that. You have to have your 10,000 hours before you're a professional expert at that thing. You want to be a professional basketball player? You need 10,000 hours. You want to be a professional scientist? You need 10,000 hours on that thing. It takes a lot of practice to be good, to feel comfortable maybe. But that's what Peter's asking us to do. That's what Peter's telling us to do. And he's not telling every single one of you to be a pastor or a preacher or, or an expert and have the Bible completely memorized or know exactly where this scripture comes from or what it means exactly at this time. That's not what he's asking. It's not what he's telling us we should do. He's just telling us we should be prepared because it's going to come. 
those questions about who you are, why you are the way you are, are going to come around and we should have an answer. We don't need to be the, the best speaker in the world or, or have the most influence on YouTube, Instagram, whatever, to be able to do that. We just have to have something to say. Just enough so that we can share to them what we've experienced with our God. Because as we see throughout Scripture and with Peter specifically, is as he's going all over the place and telling people about who Jesus was, what he did and changed in his life, Peter's not like slapping a Bible in their face and like, read this. He's just sharing what God did in his life that transformed him that he could not tell anybody. He had to only tell everybody. That was the only thing Peter was going to do. He just shared his story and how Jesus changed his life. That's what he started to do. He was prepared because he started to share how Jesus changed his life. And if Jesus is inside of your heart right now, you have the same call as Peter. To be prepared to share what you have hope for. How you've experienced Jesus and how he's changed your life. That's what talking about God is. Sharing that story. Sharing those moments with people when they ask. Why do you have hope? Because Jesus changed my life. But doing that in this day and age is impossible now, right? You can't just walk down the street and say, oh yeah, let's talk about Jesus and why I believe him. That's not, you're going to get like canceled ASAP right away. So the second half of this verse is what Peter says. It says, but do this with gentleness and respect. I think this part of the verse is so important. Because now, that's what people look for, is that gentleness and respect from their point of view. Be prepared to share your story, but you have to be able to do it with a kind heart and with respect from where they're coming from. Where you are coming from is not where they are at. So we have to understand that when we come at them with our conversations or why we have this hope, there has to be respect and gentleness in there. But the bottom line is, is if that is what we're doing, if we can share how Jesus has changed your life, my life, and why I have hope and you have hope, and why we're here with gentleness and res respect to other people, that's how we know God more. Because we don't, we don't just automatically like change the world in one instance, but that person starts to understand where you're coming from, how you've experienced God, and how you're so different, and why you have this hope. That's how we know God more. When you share your heart and your own experience in whatever passion you have, sports, school, 
friends, video games, and they ask you, oh, why do you, why do you play that? And you tell them, because it's what I love to do. It brings me joy. And there's passion in that, and you're gentle and kind. People start to see that as true who you are. Honest who you are. Authentic, real you. Imagine if we did that with God. If we took that perspective and put it in our relationship with God and how we, we share who we are with others and who God is to us, they see who you really are and why you're really different. That's why it matters. That's what Peter was telling us, is that it matters to be ready for that because it will change how you see God, how you experience God, and it will let someone else see how they can experience God too. When we talk about God, we know him better. When we went through this series, we started out with that 10-minute challenge. You guys remember that? 10 minutes a day. We just are going to connect to God, worship music on a, on a walk, praying, whatever. And inside 10 minutes, we were going to do two minutes of listening to God, reading the Bible, hearing what he's saying. We didn't need to understand it 100%. We didn't need to know what that answer was immediately. We were going to connect to him, listening to him, and talking back to him for two minutes. I challenge you now, inside that 10 minutes, to take two more minutes to share with somebody this week, on one of those days you're doing your connect time with God, to share what you have heard, what you've said. Talk about it. Peter's telling us that it's going to come, you should practice. So take two minutes out of this week and, and one of those times to just say, this is what I've got, this is what I read today, I don't know what it means, but I wanted you to know. I guarantee you something will happen. Something will be different when you've done one day of that. Something will be different. This is just a, a, a crazy coincidence. In the, men, the boys' Bible study at, at five last week, there was a kid, a guy brought up a verse that he's been seeing seven or eight times in the last like three, four weeks. And I was like, dude, that's really cool. Maybe we should like dig in to see what that looks like. I'm not kidding. Three, two or three days later, that verse was the verse of the day. I was like, this is weird. We talked about it. Two, three days later, something happened. Maybe it's a crazy coincidence. I don't think that's it. When we talk to God, we know him more. Band, you guys can come back up. How do we do that, though? How do we talk about God to other people? There's a couple things that I think we can do, and one of them is so huge. On Wednesdays, when we have small group, that is the place to share. 
that's a perfect place to practice. I'm not asking all of you to like go out into Parker and tell them about Jesus. That'd be awesome. Do that if you can. But when we're in small groups and we're talking about the same thing, and you have a thought, and you didn't share it in the last small group, this week, don't hold back. I've been in a million small groups. I've, I know what it feels like to, I don't know if I want to say that. I don't know what people will think. But it matters because when I talk about God to other people, I know him more and they do too. So this week in small groups, share, speak up. Let's make next, this next Wednesday the longest small group hit. I'm in for it. Second thing that we can do is think about your story. It doesn't have to be a story that's so crazy and you need this, all this traumatic stuff or, or crazy things happening. It could be very simple. It could be you had an experience with God. You saw an experience with God with your family, with a friend. Share that. It's part of your story. If you don't know what your story looks like, there's three simple things you can do. It's going to be on the screen. I was blank, but God blank, and now blank. I was lost, depressed, anxious, fill it in. But God came in, but God saved me, but God heard me, but God saw me. And now I'm different, and now I'm free. And now I'm heard. This is where your story can start. Three little things. I was blank, but God blank. And now something different. When we talk about God, it's not that we, we have to have every answer for every question. But you should be prepared to have a reason for why you believe what you believe. Because it's going to come. Those questions are going to come. And you don't have to know everything to share something. Just a little bit. Because that is how you know him more. And that's how other people know him more. I hope you guys pick up on this challenge a little bit and challenge yourself to to share it with somebody else. It can be in this room, but let's talk about it. Why we believe what we believe. Because it matters. Pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for tonight. Thank you for allowing us to come here and, and to talk about you. To know you more to share our stories so that we know you more, but someone else may know you more too. Be with us this week as we try to be more like you, join you on mission. We love you. It's in your name we pray. 